Chapter Thirty Four of To London Town. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Alan Lawley. Oh, give me some time to blow the man down, roared Mr. Bushel, splashing and puffing amid much yellow soap and cold water in the wash-house, whither he had gone for a wash on coming home from his tug. The voice thundered and rolled through the house, and on the first floor, strangers not used to it grew muddled in their conversation. Blow the man down, bully, blow the man down, to my eye-eye, blow the man down, Singapore Harbour to gay London town, oh, give us some time, to blow the man down. Upon the first floor landing, ah, poor dears, said Mrs. Bushel, fat and sympathetic, looking up at Johnny with her head aside and her hands clasped. Poor dears, no, nobody shan't disturb him. Lord, how I do feel for him. And you too, Mr. May. Lucky you've grown up to be a comfort to your poor ma. There, I won't say nothing about your father, running away so disgraceful and all, but I can't think what parents is coming to, some of em. There's the poor girl as leaving the other two rooms on Monday now. Such a quiet, well-behaved young lady. We wouldn't a let him stop a week if it wasn't for her sake being so hard to find a respectable lodgings with such a mother. But there, her mother worries the poor thing's life out, always drinking, and now she's actually in gold for breaking a public house window. And I says, Public house window? Johnny's breath came short and thick. What's her name? Perhaps I shouldn't have mentioned it to a stranger. But, Lor, I don't suppose you know her, and it's Sansom. But, where is she? Show me. In here? Is she in now? Johnny made dashes at divers door handles with one hand, while Mrs. Bushel, confounded and scandalized, restrained him desperately by the opposite arm. It took some impatient moments to make it plain to the landlady that he intended no violent assault, nor, on consideration, even the rudeness of dashing into a lady's rooms unannounced. Whereupon Mrs. Bushel went to a door and knocked, Johnny close at her heels, and presently the door opened. Nora? Oh, Johnny! Johnny, I wish you hadn't. We shall only... But with that, the words died on the breast of Johnny's coat. Mrs. Bushel's eyes opened round, and then her mouth. And then Mrs. Bushel went off very quietly downstairs. Eyes and mouth and face all round, and out into the washhouse, and blow the man down, stopped in the middle. Oh, but you know what I said, Johnny. We can't. You know we can't. 
Nonsense. I shan't let you go now. I've got a disreputable mother now, or so they say. Have you heard of yours since? She's in the infirmary. Very bad. Something's been forming on her liver for years, the doctor says. And when she couldn't get anything to drink, she broke down at once. But what did you say about your mother? Johnny told her the tale. And now, he added in the end, she's in there. Worn out and broken down, and not a woman in the world to comfort her but my sister. Come in and help. And they went in together. End of chapter 34